I know firsthand that most diet plans are completely unrealistic. You need to eat the foods you love and still lose the weight. You know that you should be eating right, but your busy schedule and lack of motivation keep getting in the way. Most diets are too complicated to stick with long-term or they're just plain boring. They leave you feeling hungry all the dang time and don't provide enough energy to keep up with your healthy lifestyle. And let's face it, nobody knows your body better than you. If you want real results without feeling deprived or constantly counting calories, then join me for my Nutrition Reboot Program. It's the perfect way to reset your body and get back on track with healthy eating habits. Nutrition Reboot is a simple plan designed to help women learn about their bodies, what foods work for them, what foods don't work for them, and how to create sustainable habits for life. And if that's not enough motivation for you, I'll cover the common pitfalls of crash diets, plus provide resources about supplementation, food obsession, and how to best design your lifestyle so that you are never dieting again. Sound like a plan? Well, hop on the wait list and when everything is put together, you will be the first to know. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by Jackie O. Jazzhands. She writes a great, funny podcast about real topics we all struggle with. Kim gives great advice and support to people to live their best life. Ah, that just fills my heart. Thank you so much for taking the time to write me that five-star review. And for those of you who have yet to leave that five-star review, all you have to do is go on to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and do the same thing and I will read it on the air. So thank you so much, Jackie O'Jazzhands. It fills me up when I get read those reviews from the heart. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, Magic Makers. Today I am bringing you another client interview. Today I am speaking with Miss Lucy Patterson and she is a member of my Fit Girl Magic Society. And one of the things I love about Lucy is that She's someone who followed me for a while. We actually, you know, became friends in another Facebook group. And it was just my consistency, my messaging of, you know, you don't have to be perfect, that there is a strategy for weight loss. And, you know, and it's not the strategy of eat, you know, a thousand calories and have rice cakes, Diet Coke, and make sure that whatever workout you choose is suffering. And 
when I heard that, you know, and you'll hear that in the conversation um, in a few moments, that was refreshing because that's what I, I want. If you take anything away from this conversation today with Lucy, is that the time for us to struggle and suffer are over. The time for thing weight loss to be hard is over. The diet industry has sold us a bill of goods. And I don't know about you, but I am done with the hard. I am done with the mental gymnastics that has to happen in order to lose weight. That doesn't have to happen. You know, you'll hear from Lucy that it was my just helping her come up with her you plan, right? I ask a lot of bleeping questions. I try to unpack, to uncover you, figure out how you work, how you tick, so that we can start to pull away the layers that the diet industry has put on us. You know, think about, um, do you ever watch, there's a movie called A Christmas Story, and in the movie, A Christmas Story, the, the little brother, in order to go out, he his mom just like bundles the crap out of him. And he's got like layer after layer after layer. And he could barely bring um, his arms down. And when he's running, he's like waddling down the street. That's what the diet industry has done for us. You know, they have told us about how hard it has to be, the struggle, the challenge. If it's not hard enough, then you're not doing it right. I want to take you out of that jacket. I want to strip all the layers so we start to build up a layer plan that works for you, that creates a simple strategy that is, I call it my reps formula, right? It's a strategy that's realistic for you. You're excited about it. You can make a plan for it in your life no matter how busy or how slow things are at a given point in your life. And at the end of the day, it's sustainable, right? If if I can, I, you know, one of the biggest things that I find frustrating is that these 30-day challenges, these 75-day challenges, I'm always like, what happens on day 31? Have you built a strong enough base to take you to the next level? Or have you just been crossing off the boxes and like praying for day 31 or day 76 to pop up. So have a listen to my conversation with Lucy and let me know what you think of, of this, this approach. Think of how her approach to weight loss from our, um, our coaching together. All right. Enjoy. Magic makers. I have another one of my fabulous clients that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Miss Lucy Patterson. And what I love about her is that we met in a Facebook group. I don't even know how long ago. Um, maybe I don't even know. Do you know? Three, three, possibly four years ago. Yeah. We had a pandemic for two. So. <laughs> and, well, and then as I know, like pandemic times, like like I feel like it just like collapsed the what the last two yeah, years. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. So we met in a Facebook group way back in the day, and then we just, you know, or just kept in touch. And then last, uh, or right before the pandemic, I ran a challenge, Lucy joined, and then she continued on into um, my membership. And so I, I really love how I just like the internet works. You know, <laughs> it's great. It's opened up so many possibilities. Right. Like uh, Lucy lives in... I'm going to say London, but it's, it's the UK. So us, us ugly Americans, you know, if it's not London, you might as well live in Russia. You might know Durham. Okay. I mean, Durham. Okay. All right. <laughs> lovely I know, cathedral, lovely castle. <laughs> you know how I know Durham? From the um, Shopaholic series. <laughs> okay. Sophie Kinsella has a lot to answer for, obviously. <laughs> 
I've read all her books and all of them happened in Durham. So I know Durham from that. Thank you, Sophie Cantella. <laughs> so, you know, you've seen myself for a while. You, you know, we've had have a personal relationship. Actually, we were supposed to meet. And then I think it was right before Rona, we were supposed to meet. It was. It was about two weeks or so before everywhere went into lockdown and I was out at Babson uh, University yeah. doing um, a, a business growth course and it, everything just got turned upon its head at the last minute and everything got changed and we didn't get to meet and it yeah. felt like so close but but no cigar, no Kim. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I do. There's so many of you that I've met um, in Jade's group that I, I'm like, I, we all need to like come and have like a, a big like Oh my God, I know you for, forever online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you don't, you've seen me forever. We've had a personal relationship. What made you decide, you know what? I'm ready. This is the time. You know, I think it was a mix of things is that certain things that aligned here and I'm, I'm a business strategist and I sort of work within design thinking principles as a day job. And it felt as though my own health was the last part of everything that I was dealing with that I was actually applying those kind of principles to and I could see that you were doing that and I liked your energy I'll be very honest it was an energy thing it was the fact that I could even for however far apart we are and what the miles are between Durham and Boston um, but it felt as though if I wasn't going to commit to this and be accountable to myself there's every chance Kim's going to land on the front door and kick my ass (laughs) I laugh because so many people say that, like, I, I still teach classes in person. And if I haven't seen you in a while, I'm like, hey, where have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. And like, ah, oh, work. And I'm like, don't make me come upstairs. And they're like, <laughs> we kind of think you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I do. I, you know, I, most people want the accountability. So it's like, if I don't hear from you in a few weeks or I don't see you on Facebook, I'm going to shoot you a DM and be like, what's up? <laughs> because yeah. I don't want you to think I like you're still in my brain and like I always scan I'm like hey where's she been yeah that's that's what I need that's what I like and I think the other thing was I see so many kind of health gurus if you like who very much are just kind of right you need to cut calories back to a thousand a day you Ugh. need to increase your intensity of workouts you need to do this this and I kind of reached a certain age let's not go there but I reached a certain age and things just seemed to start to go wrong. And I almost needed somebody who gave me the space to have a process of elimination, yes. kind of try things, see what worked for me, get the balance right. So I could kind of build certain habits. Yes. Rather than going all in and failing at something again. Right. And I think that was the sort of the next thing, you know, definitely the energy, the accountability and the space to form habits. Yeah. And I think you're, you're right. I, for a long time, I, if you worked with me 10 years ago, I'd be like, why can't you just cut your calories and go to the gym? And now I realize, like, you know, you're a business owner. And so we both are like, we have a we plan our day. And then all of a sudden, you know, something happens. And so yeah. I wanted to give clients that space for that day that like something happened and you are able to be like, you know what, something happened today. But tomorrow is a different day and and not be, beat yourself up and say, oh, I got to run off and find something else now. Yeah, that was definitely a big part of it for me. It just seemed to be a different kind of attitude, full stop to a lot of other people that I was kind of seeing out there. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. And so what do you, um, you know, we kind of touched on this, like the thing that you liked best about me was that I gave you the flexibility. I was like, here are the possibilities. Pick what's going to work for you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Very much so. It was not something that was prescriptive. It was something that allowed me to take ownership. And I think that's the important thing about accountability. It's not about having somebody to be accountable to. It's about being accountable to yourself. Right. And I really like that. What worked. I really like that whole ownership thing. Because I remember when I first started, um, um, I had a personal trainer and he, his words to me were like, I want you to outgrow me. And I was like, interesting. And now, you know, full circle 20 years later, I'm like, yeah, I want my client to outgrow me because I've had grown women text me when I used to do meal plans. Kim, um, I can't find a kiwi at the grocery store. (laughs) Gooseberry for you. I can't can't find the grocery store. And I'm like, it's fruit, buy anything. And I was like, I'm making them dependent on me to make the most basic decision. Mm-hmm. You can't decide between a kiwi and anything else in the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, over the time, I'm like, I can't be the person who is their guide. I need to be the person who's like, here's the menu. How is it going to work for you today? I think that's the thing that's missing from a lot of coaches, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. is that they do kind of still prescribe to people. Yeah. And it's kind of as though they want that person to remain reliant upon them. And I've never got that feeling from you. It's always been, well, here's the tools. Here's how you use the tools. I'll handhold for a while and then I'll slowly back off. Right. And, I, you know, you know, you're going to be kind of capable <laughs> of planning a meal on your own of deciding you know this has happened today what do I do to counteract it because you're kind of providing us with the tools rather than telling us in the moment right yeah and it's like and I always say I always feel like you have the tools and it's kind of like um you're in the kitchen and you're trying to make dinner and you're like well I only got five ingredients what can I do Right. And that's like, and you don't have to be iron chef and like whip up something to, you know, win a, to- a thing. You're like, I just need something that's going to make put some food in my belly. And so if I like keep it as simple as possible, because our lives are complicated. Like, I'm yeah. not even going to talk about the fact that like, did you wear your mask today and wash your hands, but just all the moving parts of life. Like, why does food have to be complicated? Because we've all done complicated. And how long does that last? Well, I can probably name you quite a few complicated things I've tried yes. over the years. <laughs> oh my God. When, like, when, I, when people tell, like, you know, I, I try to like stay under the radar when people don't know me and eventually someone will say, oh, well, Kim does this. And then all of a sudden I get this diatribe of like all the things <laughs> that they're either eating or working out. And I was like, oh, uh, can I just have a cocktail at this party? Yeah. <laughs> And yes, I drink I drink alcohol from time to time. <laughs> but that's the point. You're human and that comes across. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't honestly imagine even sitting and having a conversation with another kind of health professional in this same way to yeah. be able to say to you, well, actually, I had a cream cake yesterday or, you know, but just to know that that balance is there and that unless it steps beyond a certain point, you're not, you know, you're going to be supportive of me. Right. Or if you had a cream cake, I'd be like, was it good? <laughs> and if you lived near me, out, should I get it? <laughs> that, that, that would be the question. Because <laughs> I mean, life would be boring if I didn't have time to have food. Like, think about how many times you restricted yourself from the fun foods. And oh, yeah. it was just like a tsunami when you let yourself, allowed yourself to have something. 
yeah, it's just not sustainable. It no. really just isn't. And it's taken me, what, 46 years <laughs> on this planet to realise that, but it's oh, yeah. finally sort of stuck. Oh, yeah. It, I literally did that, like, binge restrict cycle for a good, like, 10, 15 years. And then, you know, you get to the point where you're just like, I can't pick up the pieces anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not prepared to anymore. As I say, I kind of hit that certain age. <laughs> yeah. And so many other things came into play that it was like, right, I really have, this is the last area of my life that I need to take responsibility for. Let's, let's do this. And what I loved what you said earlier is that like, you know, you are a strategist and you're like, oh, so there's a strategy to weight loss. And I'm like, most people just think that it's just like, this nebulous thing, there is a strategy. And there's a Lucy strategy. There's a Kim strategy. And you're going to work at your pace. I'm going to work at my pace. Sally's going to work at her pace. And it's just all a matter of you owning that, you know what? I don't have to go fast. Like I don't have to lose 30 pounds in three minutes. Yeah. I think we, we had a conversation. It, it was must be four, five or six months back now. And I was kind of looking at at working out the calories I needed to have, what oh, yeah, yeah. Would, you know, and kind of looking at, well, how long would it take me to reach this particular weight loss goal? And I remember you saying sort of forget even about the numbers on the scales, you know, go by your pants, go by how you're feeling, go by right. so many different things. And that was kind of that light bulb moment for me, I think, is that I'd always been so focused in on what the scales said, when in actual fact, I should be more focused about, could I run for a bus? Could right. I you know, walk a particular distance for, for a fundraiser or whatever. Um, and, and that's kind of where I am now. I feel as though this sort of past year of working with you, I've just been able to not feel the pressure about the actual weight loss itself. Yeah. As crazy as that might sound. And I've actually just been able to build in different habits and different routines. So I've been able to trial things, see what works mm. for me, see how something fits best in my day, look more at my mobility first, just yep. sort of moving about, and then move from that into you know the food that I'm eating and what I'm actually putting in my body that satiates me properly. Right. And then being able to move towards additional exercise and, and that kind of all coming together to the weight loss. Whereas previously I would have just been kind of blinkers on yeah and just focused on those numbers and it's oh it's exhausting if nothing else it's so exhausting you know I just think about all the like mind cycles that I had and every woman has about weight and food and exercise we probably could cure a bunch of cancers and corona if yeah. we if yeah, we apply <laughs> yeah but exactly we could probably yeah. figure figure out about all the refugees where to put them if we just stop thinking so much about food and I love that because like you like to garden and you remind me of another client of mine Kathy and like Kathy was like I can like go in my garden now and like pull up like you know stubs she's out there like her garden is pretty intense but she's like pulling up you know those like weeds that become like kind of mini trees and she's like, she's like, I'm pulling them up with my bare hands now. And I'm like, oh, my God, Kathy. <laughs> I'm like, be careful. But, you know, like you have the stamina to get out there and garden or squat down and put bulbs in like where that's where like that's acts of daily living versus yeah. the scale. The scales, the scales not going to be like, hey, bend down and put in bulbs. Like it's never going to tell you that. Yeah. You need to put in 50 bulbs this hour if you want to lose a pound in, in the next week. <laughs> right. And then like, you know, people get caught up in that, you know, um, 
So, you know, for us in America, Thanksgiving is coming up and the holidays are coming up. And I see, you know, and you see them too. If you have this much turkey, then you got to go and do this kind of exercise for this amount of time. If you have this much of whatever, and then people get so caught up in that. And I'm just like, good Lord, like that's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. It's mentally and physically draining. Obviously, you don't have the physical strength because you're limiting your body so much. It's not getting what it needs. But then it is that mental drain that just adds to everything and impacts then every other area of your life. Like whenever I've tried to lose weight before, it's always had an impact on other areas of my life because I don't go out with the girls as often because I don't want to sort of be worrying about the calories that are in a cocktail. Yes. You know, it's you don't just don't realize until you have that different approaches at that light bulb moment that just took me a bit further forward right no and and I think that's what most people feel because it's like you either are social or you're not and it's like you know it's more I always say it's like a light switch like most people think I'm dieting so like everything else goes to the wayside like I can't I can't go out I can't go out with my sweetie I can't do anything I'm here with my you know whatever gruel that I tell myself I can eat and water and like misery Yeah. Yeah. Chicken and chicken and lettuce leaves seems yeah. <laughs> seem to be the bane of, you know, anybody's life and not being able to sort of add a little bit of dressing or anything to it. But uh no, I'm, I'm beyond that now. I'm kind of working so much better with the food that I have and you know, just knowing kind of what to adapt and what my plate should look like and, and that kind of thing. And you know, have you I don't think you've ever talked about this. So I'm gonna ask, like, were you ever in that kind of I need to be perfect place? You know, I don't think I've never been that mm-hmm. because I've always been kind of I, originally I was really, really sporty. I did sort of I was on netball and um, athletics teams for the county. And it was just sort of something happened. <laughs> Hoping this is like, I kind of got boobs and a butt. <laughs> right. You're <laughs> start life, with. life happened. Then life got in the way. <laughs> and these kind of things just sort of dropped off. So I've never been the girl who wanted to be perfect because I've always been the girl who would try and have a bit of fun and do yeah. something. Um, but there comes a point where I, I could no longer try because I was over a weight limit. I could no longer do something because I just didn't have the capacity. Mm. And that in itself is, it, it's stone cold sobering. It's yeah. just not a pleasant thought. And I've got godchildren now, you know, that I yeah. want to be able to run around and, and have fun with. Um, it wasn't going to happen previously. Yeah, no, I, that, you know, again, like I feel like that, I always ask people what their why is. And that's such a motivator. You know, one, you like to be out in the garden. And two, like keeping up with kids. Good Lord, they're exhausting if you have no energy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honestly, thank goodness we only sort of see them every now and again. They live in Suffolk. We're in Durham. So we kind of see them about a quarter of the year, maybe. And I spend the rest of the three quarters of the year recovering. (laughs) Yes. And you're just like, if you could just like plug into them just to get a little bit of their energy. Yeah. <laughs> so to wrap wrap this up, if someone's listening to this call and they're like, well, why, you know, why would I work with Kim? Because you're honest, because you don't take any prisoners, mm-hmm. but because you do it in a way that is accepting of somebody actually living a life. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, you know, we only get one turn around this 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 cycle. And, you know, I spent it too many years dieting and I, I lost fun. And I look back at myself and I'm like, Oh God, well, how do I still, how do I still have friends <laughs> when yes. I was in my hardcore diet phase? And, you know, 
I, you know, I always feel like, you know, especially women like yourself, like we have to figure it out. Like I, and I think it was my business that helped me kind of start to think about strategy. Right. I was like, and I never really thought of it as a strategy until, you know, one of my, I was talking with another business person, like, well, Kim, it's a strategy. And I'm like, hang on. It is. <laughs> yeah. And so there's probably another reason, as I say, we said sort of previously why I chose you, because it did fit to my kind of business mindset. Yeah. I could see the process I would go through in a business. And so therefore it fit that I would go through that in my life. It was easily easy to apply to me. Right. Exactly. So I mean, I've just enjoyed like getting to know you in the, you know, in the membership, but also just the fact that we've been able to take our relationship to um, a different level. And so if anyone is listening and they're like, she's a business strategist, where do I find her? And how do I find out more information about her? You can look me up across most platforms, Lucy Flourish Unlimited. You can go to the website, flourishunlimited.co.uk, because we are across the pond. But you can find all the information you need um, there if anybody's interested in business strategy or design thinking, practicing. That's me. That's what I do. Awesome. She also posts some fun stuff from time to time. <laughs> Only occasionally. It's been known occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> so she also has a good sense of humor. So Lucy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. No problem, Kim. I'm happy to be here. It's lovely to spend a few minutes out of my day. Hey, Magic Makers, what did you think of our conversation that I just had with Lucy? And, you know, here are some of the the big kind of aha moments that I had. And again, I'd love to hear what your aha moments were, is that, you know, my goal here is to provide the, the accountability. And I know when I ask clients what accountability means to them, I get a lot of blank stares. And for me, accountability means that you know that if you work with me, I am going to check in with you. I am going to hold your feet to the fire, not in a militant way, but more in a way of like, okay, you told me these are your goals. And I treat your goals like my goals, right? I feel that we're in a three-legged race. And you know, in a three-legged race, you have to work in lockstep with each other. And that's how I feel, regardless of how you work with me. Is it in my membership? Is it coming in through one of my master classes? Is it coming in through one of the programs that I teach? Is it going to one of the retreats that I host? regardless of how you enter to me, like if we have an interaction, you're in my brain, right? You're imprinted on me. And I feel that it is my job. It is my hope. It is my, it's just what drives me to help you to succeed because I know what it's like to feel lost. I know what it's like to feel like I'm doing all the things. I ain't not working. I know that feeling very well. And so one of the big takeaways I heard from Lucy is that like, I gave her permission to try new things. I gave her permission to experiment because I know that one way isn't the way to do it. That, you know, I have clients who they are accountants and during the busy tax season, certain things are not going to work, that, that certain things have to go by the wayside. So it's me helping them set themselves up for success. I have other clients who they have children who play in elite level sports in you know high school and junior high, and they're running from this field to that hockey rink to this stadium, and they don't have the time for the two-hour workouts and you know packing food and all this stuff. So it's like, I want to work with you to help you figure out in any given situation, what is the best choice I can make, right? Versus 
beating yourself up because you didn't get that two-hour workout because you are driving two hours to Eskatchewan to watch your kid play hockey or basketball or tennis or whatever the heck your kid happens to play. The other thing I took away from Lucy is that it was about me being more prescriptive, right? Versus do this or die. And it's like, you know, think about when you go to a doctor, you know, there is a medication and the medication, depending on your level, you might be at the lowest dose, you might be at the highest dose, but it's figuring out where you are. And I ask a lot of questions so that I understand. And one of the biggest takeaways that I want you to hear is that when you work with a coach, you have to plug in, right? It's, you can't just, it's kind of like, think like I said, plug in, right? So think about it. In order for me, in order for an electronic device to work, I either have to physically power it on or plug it in to the plug. And sometimes people think just by sitting next to the plug, sitting next to the coach, plunking money down, that they're automatically going to be, I'm, I'm air quoting here, fixed. And that's not how it works. How coaching works or how programming works is that you need to take the information and apply it to your life. And if a coach is really good, I'm patting myself on the back here, you ask questions to say, okay, I took in the information. Now, this is how I'm thinking of applying it to my life. And then a good coach, again, patting myself on the back here, says, all right, girl, this is how, you know, this is what you told me how you want to apply it. Have you thought about doing it this way? Or you're like, hey, spot on. Let's rock on. Let's see how it works for you. Let's give it a couple of weeks under your belt, right? Because you'll you'll think to yourself that every single week that I work with a coach, there has to be this like amazing, like cataclysmic change happening every single week. But here's the thing. If you are doing well, why would a coach change you? All right. The ultimate goal here is consistency. And you know, my fit girl magic formula is that we need to have great habits. And Lucy talked about that's what I encourage you to do, like create the habits that are going to work for you, the sustainable habits that are going to work for you so that you can build a routine. And from that routine, you are able to build consistency. And that is the consistency that's going to get you the results that you want. And I think what many of us miss is we miss starting the habits that if the habit, you know, and habits are clumsy, you know, think about when you either, if you have children, if you started to teach your child to walk, right? Did they like the first try, like, you know, they were playing the hold on game and then when they let go, they like sprinted across the room? No, they wobbled around like a freaking drunk sailor. And then eventually they got to walking. Now that's you when you're trying a new habit, you know? I am the, you know, the countertop, um, or I guess let's, let's use it as the, like if you're riding a bicycle, you know, your parent or whoever the heck taught you to ride a bicycle, they're holding on to the back of that, that, that bike. And then eventually, you know, they're like, okay, you got this. And then they let you go. That's me. I'm running behind you, holding on to the back of that bicycle until you're ready to ride on your own. And that requires you to you know, plug in, you know, you're not going to get the information through osmosis. You're not going to get the information through, you know, not trying. And, you know, I get it. Sometimes we have this fear of getting it wrong, fear of being um, ostracized. Here's the thing, you know, the only time I make fun of anybody is never. (laughs) If you're trying, 
great. I I love questions because questions challenge me because maybe I haven't thought about it in the way you need to hear it. And so if you ask me a question, I'm like, wow, I never thought of about that about it that way. And it helps bring me knowledge. Like I'm a forever student, right? I'm always reading, you know, studies and books and just trying to make sure that I'm up to date because sometimes, you know, my clients throw me a doozy and I'm like, dang, I never heard of that. I gotta do some research. Right. But it's like you have to it's it's a I look at it, um, I look at coaching as like a chess game, right? Or checkers. As long as each player is participating, there's action, right? It might not be as fast as you want it. <laughs> you know, I think some chess games can last. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I have never played chess, but I've seen it. <laughs> and so, so you know, some, you know, chess isn't like one of those like fast moving games, you know, but each player has to take a move. And some players take longer to think about the moves than others. And that's fine, right? There's no judgment in that. However, you have to move the piece, right? And so when you move, then I move. You know, many people think that they just like show up and they lay here and like, okay, I'm going to tell you all the things you're going to do. I'm going to give you some things to try, but you have to try them. Because if you don't try them, then how can I give you feedback? And then how can you give yourself feedback? Like, you know what? When um, I eat eggs, I get so bloated. All right, then we're not going to eat eggs anymore. Um, When I eat grains, I get tired. All right, great. We're not going to have grains anymore. Right. So it's like giving you something to do, have an experiment, getting feedback. But if I'm not getting feedback on a regular basis, that's you're not going to get you're not going to get the results that you want. Right. So think about it when you're working with a coach. It's a two way street. It's like back and forth. You got to plug in. You got to literally take that two prongs and put it into the outlet. So let me know what your takeaway is from this, right? Because I'm that coach who, you know, I want you to get your goal. And when you come work with me, you are going to get your goal. And you're going to learn something about yourself. And you're going to, I also like to just make sure you understand the why behind we are doing things. That it's not just this, just do this and shut up. I don't believe in that at all. So thank you so much for listening. And again, I always love feedback. So if there's a a topic that you want to hear about, me to dive deeper into something, a guest that you want me to have on the show, absolutely hit me up. You can find me Kim Jefferson Coach on Instagram as well as on Facebook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.